Job interviews can be stressful for applicants. They're not easy for hiring managers either. Aside from actually finding the right person for the right role, employers also need to make sure their hiring practices are compliant with all the government rules and regulations that protect employees and candidates from discrimination. The consequences are very real, which is why you need to watch this episode. I'm here to help. In this episode of HR Party of One, we're talking the best and worst questions to ask during a job interview. By the end, you'll know why asking someone, how old are you, could actually get you into a lot of legal trouble, and how you can ask better questions that help you find the best candidates. We'll discuss why interview questions aren't always the best indicators of future performance, what HR's role should be in the hiring process, timeline time, how equal employment regulations impact modern hiring practices, and the best and worst questions to ask during a job interview. Let's jump right in. You, as a hiring manager, have a short amount of time to determine whether a candidate is the right fit for your team. I have bad news and good news about interviews, so let's do the bad news first. Data suggests interviews are terrible predictors of performance. They measure interviewability, not job ability, and the two skills almost never overlap in a meaningful way. But while the interview questions you ask typically aren't great at finding the right candidates, they are helpful for signaling culture and values to whoever you hire. In fact, almost everything you read about this suggests that the interviewer-interviewee dynamic overflows with confirmation bias, and the hire or not hire decision is made in the first 30 to 60 seconds. I worked with a hiring manager one time who told me he didn't need to prepare for interviews. He could just tell. He could tell whether someone had what it took based on his gut feeling. HR professionals who like data might scoff at that, but the truth is that he was just being honest about the most widely deployed interview strategy around the world, what I call GWYG, or go with your gut. But there's good news too, because your competition most likely follows the GWYG strategy and is generally bad at interviewing. It's not difficult for you to stand apart. And when I say you, who do I mean? Well, I mean the hiring manager. Opinions vary on who should do the hiring, but Bernie Portal's position is that the hiring manager should do the hiring, not HR. There are trade-offs here, but the hiring manager will always say they don't have enough time to hire. But if HR or someone else does the hiring, the manager always has reason to complain about the quality of candidates and ultimately the quality of their team. So what is HR's role? Training and preparing the hiring manager, optimizing job descriptions, and whatever other steps can be taken to attract the right candidates. As an HR party of one, you can really stand out and help your organization rise by taking responsibility for being quality assurance. You can be QA on recruiting and hiring. And this can include things like ensuring your hiring managers know what they can and can't ask. More on this in a second. But generally speaking, hiring managers need to know what's not okay to ask during an interview. This can be a good opportunity to role play the interview process. You can role play with the interviewer and give them a chance to practice their interview skills. Make sure you have a system for tracking candidates and keeping notes on the interview process. The best way is by using applicant tracking software, like the kind included in the Bernie Portal platform. Again, more on this at the end of the episode. To put it plainly, the hiring manager is responsible for building their team, but the HR party of one can make a huge impact on the health of the overall organization. However, in smaller organizations, you might actually be responsible for hiring in addition to compliance. If you're watching this, you're likely the type of leader who doesn't want candidates to feel as though they're being discriminated against. 
Nobody wants to get sued, fined, or fired. But your organization will also be better if you interview the right way. And the right way is dictated in part by a series of important federal laws, the first of which passed during the Civil Rights era. So, you're up for the time machine. This is time for my favorite segment, Timeline Times, where we get you up to speed on the present by explaining the past. Let's run through five of the most impactful pieces of equal employment legislation. First, the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which was one of the first major pieces of anti-discrimination legislation in the United States, and which helped establish the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, the EEOC. This legislation was a watershed moment for the US civil rights era, marked when our federal government decided it would no longer accept employers denying work opportunities based on demographics like gender, religion, national origin, ethnicity, or race. The Civil Rights Act was the first big piece of legislation to set this precedent. Three years later came the Age Discrimination Employment Act of 1967. This law prohibits making hiring choices based on age, meaning, for example, that asking when someone graduated high school or college can get you into hot water. A lot of age-related questions can suggest your motive is actually discriminatory. In the 1970s, a number of organizations and workers started the campaign to end discrimination against pregnant workers. Legislation was introduced and the Pregnancy Discrimination Act of 1978 passed. As a result, employers cannot ask about whether a candidate plans to have children. The Immigration Reform and Control Act of 1986 was passed to promote border security. And it also created penalties for employers who hire unauthorized immigrants. But to ensure that employers didn't consequently discriminate against certain workers, it also made it illegal to discriminate against a job applicant based on their national origin or ancestry. You can, however, ask about legal eligibility to work in the US, as well as for proof of citizenship or visa. The Americans with Disabilities Act of 1990. It's one of the world's most comprehensive reforms related to equality for people with disabilities. It banned discrimination in employment, public accommodation, public services, and more. And it means you can't talk about or ask about physical or mental disabilities, medications, or workers' comp history. More recently, more than a dozen states and localities have instituted salary history bans. These rules are aimed at ending pay discrimination and gender pay inequality, as many have successfully argued that using salary history perpetuates the wage gap between men and women. While they're not federally mandated, these laws mean that you can't ask about salary history either. And that's our rapid fire timeline. It's not entirely comprehensive, but we covered just over 50 years of discrimination rules in just under five minutes. Thanks to these necessary and essential laws, there are a lot of questions that you're legally prohibited from asking during interviews. In some cases, this is easier said than done. Why? Because many of these questions can seem so basic. These regulations may not be immediately obvious to your hiring managers or business leaders. Some questions may be born out of innocent curiosity. But if they toe the line of discrimination or aren't relevant to the job, you could have some real legal issues. So this brings us to a list of some of the worst questions you can ask during a job interview. Some are likely outright illegal and include questions like, oh, I've never heard that name before. Uh, where's it from? Hey, what does your husband do? Oh, where are your kids in school? Uh, are you pregnant right now? Hey, have you been diagnosed with autism? I know. By the way, how old are you? Others, however, just don't tell you a whole lot about the candidate. They're empty questions that are too broad to be helpful and end up wasting your time and the applicant's time. They include questions like, 
Hey, what can you tell me about yourself? Can you describe yourself in three words? Why should we hire you? Can you tell me about your last job? And what was your least favorite thing about your previous role? And what's your biggest weakness? And what's your biggest strength? You've probably heard some of those before. A general rule of thumb is that job relevance is the key factor for any questions. If a question doesn't have an obvious connection to the work a candidate is applying for, it probably shouldn't be asked in an interview. And what happens if you aren't in compliance with these regulations? Job discrimination is handled by the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. I mentioned them before, the EEOC. And penalties differ depending on the kind of discrimination. But maximum civil penalties range from $50,000 for smaller companies, all the way up to $300,000 for companies with 500 employees or more. Now that we've covered what you can't or shouldn't ask, what should you ask? There are a lot of articles out there about the best or most unique interview questions. And these may or may not be valuable to your organization. I saw one that said the hiring manager asks candidates to rate their math skills and then immediately asks them, hey, what's that 20% of 70? To see if they're inflating their skills. And then if they did, how they respond to getting caught. Many of these questions are intended to elicit certain responses. But in general, you should coach your team on what we call STAR questions. STAR stands for situation, task, action, and results. Instead of asking, hey, how would you handle workplace conflict? And getting an answer like, well, I'd handle it very carefully, with grace, intact. You can instead ask, tell me about a time you experienced workplace conflict. What actions did you take in response to the conflict? And how did you feel about how the situation was resolved? This falls under the category of behavioral interviewing and can paint a fuller picture of the candidate and their method of thinking. We actually put together a free resource called The Art of Interviewing that provides you with tons of great interview tips, which I recommend you check out using the link in the episode description. In addition to asking the right questions, you'll want to make sure you have a smart way to track your applicants. We dedicated a previous episode to applicant tracking, and I've also left that link in the description. But you should also know that our all-in-one HRIS, also known as Bernie Portal, is a great option for keeping applicant information organized during every step of the hiring process, from screening and assessing candidates to streamlined candidate communication and collaborative hiring decisions. I use it. It's good. Knowing what not to ask can be just as important as knowing what to ask. Wrong questions can put you on the wrong side of the law and be a bad look for your company. As an HR party of one, you want to make sure your team knows what they can and can't ask. And I recommend you brush up on all the relevant laws and regulations. After watching this episode, You'll also want to train your hiring managers to ask star questions and train them to ask high value questions that tell you about how a candidate might fit into your culture. It's also important to reach out to candidates references to obtain additional data points and help weed out unqualified applicants. Ultimately, the steps you take now to shore up your recruiting practices can pay major dividends in the short term and in the long term. If you hire the right people, they stay longer and add more value to your company. And now that you know about the best and worst questions to ask during a job interview, you're well on your way to hiring success, or at least improving your current processes. Remember, your job is as strategic as you make it. <laughs>